Welcome to the Social Media Podcast. I'm Simon Scholes. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, the Social Media Podcast at the moment is sponsored by Abode Homes, and you can find out more about them in just a moment. Uh, but don't forget, if you want to sponsor the podcast, the video, all the content that comes from it every single day, uh, feel free to get in touch with me. My contact details are in the section below. Uh, today on Dazed, Confused and Generally Buggered, the daily live video during all this craziness was all about friction on social media, what you should do to set up your social media channel so that you're working on the right ones at the right times, and also answering your questions as well. So let's have a listen. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Good morning. How are you diddling? Excellent. Me too. Thank you very much for asking. I am feeling good today. I'm full of energy. Um, and we're live at 11.30 for another episode of Dazed, Confused, and Generally Buggered, your daily live video helping you understand the world of social media and video just a little bit more, answering your questions as always, and here talking about different subject matters. Uh, very quickly, we are here with the guys. Thanks very much to the team at Abode Homes. Uh, they're sponsoring the live broadcasts and not all the content that comes out of the live broadcasts for this whole week. So thank you very much to them. If you don't know who they are, uh, they build modern and energy efficient timber frame housing uh, in the UK market. So if you've got a plot of land that you're looking to potentially build on, they build highly sustainable, really quick to erect, uh, fantastic homes. They're really easy to adapt as well. So if you've got something in mind that you want from your home, they can probably do it for you as well within uh, the, the grand scheme of things. And in addition to all of that, uh, they're really energy efficient. Obviously, they are made of timber, but they're still really well known for their fire resistance. And if that's not enough, they have a zero carbon status, which off the top of my head means you get quite a lot of little tax benefits. So definitely worth talking to the team at Abode Homes if you're interested in building your own home. And right now as well, if you go to their website, they've got some really interesting homes up for sale, including the Treeland House as well. If you go and have a look in the for sale area, the Treeland House absolutely incredible. Go and take a look at it. Uh, the link is in my pants. Go and click on that link after this live show and take a look at what the guys at Abode Homes could potentially do for you. Um, and as always, we are here uh, creating content for you as well. My name is Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios, this little bad boy right here. And we help brands and businesses create visual content that really helps them stand out specifically on their social media, but for all different types of content. Could be documentary, could be showcase videos for your website, it could be showreel videos, could be cinemagraphs, 3D GIFs, photography, aerial work, all that kind of stuff. We help you come up with the creative and then we help you create it as well. But that said, a few years ago, it came quite obvious to me that a lot of smaller brands, a lot of smaller businesses didn't necessarily have the budget to come and pay for an agency to do a load of stuff for them. So I came up with my how to nine times your social media process because social media is where marketing is at the moment. Other forms of marketing still exist, but a lot of people think this is a bit of a magic pill. And I wanted to try and kind of whitewash over that idea and help you understand that it takes a lot of hard work, but there are things that you can do yourself for free. So that's how I came up with my How to Nine Times Your Social Media Process. I wrote a former number one book on it. You can get hold of that book right now for free during all this craziness. And yeah, I just want to help you start creating content, get you on that content journey, start you making stuff 
yourself, be it a blog, videos, podcasts, memes, all sorts of things that you can do yourself and it will not cost you a penny. Just a little bit of time to potentially learn how to do different elements, maybe a bit of editing of audio or video or putting together an image on on Pixelmator or on Photoshop and that kind of stuff. But that just takes a bit of time learning. And once you've learned it, you can just do it again and again and again and again. So absolutely, I want to get you on that content journey. Uh, today, we're going to be answering a bunch of questions that have already come in. Also, if you've got any questions at all right now, if you're watching live on any of the platforms, Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook's How to Nine Times Your Social Media Group, or on the Facebook Perception Studios page, please do drop your comments in. Say hello. Let me know that you're out there. I know you are. I can see the numbers. There they are. Um, that you can't see, but I can see of people watching. So please do get in touch. Let me know where in the world you're watching. And if you've got any questions at all, just drop them in the comments. We'll do our best to answer them today. Um, and like I say, we've got a bunch of comments and questions I want to go through. First things first, though, I want to chat to you about friction today. This is a big thing um, that so many people are kind of getting hung up on a little bit with social media lately. Um, friction is is everywhere when it comes to social media. And a lot of people are like, well, there are mixed messages out there. I'm going to give you another mixed message. I'm going to confuse the matter even more so. Where should I be posting my content? Where should I concentrate on the most? Where Should I put all my effort into this one particular channel? And no is the answer to that, plain and simply. But we're going to go a little bit deeper into that. Because if you are a brand, if you are a business, when you first start looking at doing your marketing, you have to put together what's called an avatar. You have to know who your ideal client is. If you haven't done that yet, you need to take your business back a few steps and understand exactly what it is you're trying to achieve and who it is you're trying to achieve it for. Because if your ideal client is a 35-year-old female and you're talking to 50-year-old Bob on LinkedIn, they're not really going to work alongside each other and you're more likely to not get any business from Bob than if you spoke to Helen, who's a 35-year-old female on LinkedIn. So you need to understand what your brand is, what it is you're trying to achieve, and then most importantly, who your avatar is, who is your perfect person. And if you go through setting up your avatar correctly, you will know who they are, their sex, what age they are, probably or possibly where they live in the country because you might be a local business, what kind of turnover they've, they've got coming into the household. Is there two people in the household? Have they got any kids? Where do they like to holiday? Just so that you can actually really paint that perfect picture of who you're talking to, who is your ideal avatar so that you can actually speak to them specifically. Once you know that, then you know where to go on social media because then you start going, right, the audience is on LinkedIn, slightly older, a bit more professional, can maybe go there. Or actually, I'm speaking to females and actually Pinterest and Instagram might be the better place for me to go. Probably Instagram because it's a growing market there, but Pinterest is also a great one, so I better not ignore that. And so then you get a good idea of exactly where your audience is going to be hanging out. Now, this is where it gets a little confusing because some people will say to you, right, put all your efforts into that one place and speak to them there and get more and more business, more and more effort. But for me, I'm a firm believer of removing the friction when it comes to your content because if you're not speaking to somebody, then they can't understand the value that you've got to give. If you're not communicating, they can't hear it. So absolutely. I 100% agree you should be putting a majority of your effort into where your audience is. So wherever your audience is right now, whoever they are, wherever they are, 
put a good 75 to 80% of your effort into that channel because those people are hanging out there, especially right now. They're probably hanging out there even more often than they usually do. And you can speak to them and hopefully convert them into potential customers or new followers of your tribe so that they enjoy the value that you've got to give. However, there is still another like 25, 20% left over. I want you to understand you need to still be talking to these people. And that's where you split the rest of your effort. So there are multiple social media channels, obviously. We have the likes of Snapchat and TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Byte. And oh, the list just goes on. LinkedIn, the, the list is just endless. So what you need to do is then think about what content is going to work in other places. And maybe you could even take it as, right, okay, number one, is LinkedIn, so that's 75% of my effort. Then I wanna kind of put 10% somewhere else, that's number two, because there's still quite a few people coming from that area as well. So then what you do is you chuck 10% of your effort into that, that leaves you with 15% to spread across the rest. And you can go down, dwindle it down that way, or you can just spread it evenly across all of them, but don't ignore one particular social media channel just because you don't feel it would necessarily work for you because you don't know who's on there. You don't know who the audience is. The audience, for example, on TikTok is aging up dramatically fast. If you go onto TikTok now, there are more 30 plus people, 30 year old plus people on there than ever before. It was around about a 65% um, under 30 and then a 35% over 30 split it's probably dropped massively during the lockdown because more and more people from an older generation are using TikTok, number one, to have a bit of fun with their kids, but number two, to also start putting some of their value out there as well because they're seeing other older people are also creating content on TikTok. So they're using that platform more and more. So don't get into your head, oh, this platform won't work for me because I don't like it, or this platform won't work for me because the audience is wrong for me. Remember, all platforms will potentially work for you those audiences on those platforms are going to age up every single year, just like you do. So eventually, those 13, 14-year-olds that you think might not be necessarily your audience are going to be 20-year-olds. And this is playing the long game. But if they've been getting value from you for all that time, they've been following you and liking your content, and then they age up with you and they go, right, okay, I need to speak to this person about what it is that they do because I need a builder to help me out with my house, or I need an accountant, or I need a driving instructor, or I need X or Y or Z, then they'll come to you because you've been giving them value for such a long time. You've got to play the long game, but you've got to remove that friction. Don't just ignore all social media sites just because you don't feel they are going to work for you. So once you understand who your ideal client is, then you know where they're going to hang out. And then you actually start putting content out to the rest of the potential social media site. Uh, good morning on the comments from Ed McIntyre, who just got in touch. Hello, Ed. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I am diddling just fine. Thank you for asking. If you are watching on the live right now on the live stream or even on the replay, uh, do leave a comment. Let us know who you are and where you are in the world. And if you're watching on the replay, just leave a little hashtag replay on the back end of the message so we know you're watching on the replay. That would be really cool. Thank you. Um, but yes, going back to friction, You've just got to remove it. You've just got to take it out of the equation so that your content can hit people every single place. Doesn't matter whether you're posting as much as you should be on those other channels, as long as you are posting consistently regular content, 
doesn't have to be perfect. We've spoken about this in the past, but just putting some content out there so people can get a little bit of value from it. Uh, for example, somebody I know was creating some videos recently about some of uh, the things that are coming out in the UK about accountancy and all that kind of stuff. They could take little elements of that, chop them out, stick them out on TikTok, stick them out on Instagram stories, all that kind of thing. Just don't ignore the other potential platforms that are available to you because there are so many platforms out there and people consume content how they want to consume it. You don't know how your perfect customer might be consuming content today. They could well be normally on LinkedIn, but they've gone, you know what, sod it. Today, I'm going to pop over to Twitter and use Twitter more. But if you don't have a Twitter account, and I'm out there, then they're not going to get any value from you, are they? But it could be asking questions right now, specifically as you as a business. But if you're not actually on that platform at any point in the day, searching for people who potentially need help in your area of expertise, or at least just giving some help in your area of expertise and tagging it correctly, they can't find you. Then they won't know you exist and they'll go to a competitor who is doing it. So don't let friction tie you down. Don't let that knowledge of, okay, I should be 100% putting my effort into this one area tie you down because that's not the case. Put a majority of effort into one particular channel, the one that your audience is on, the one that is working for you, do a bit of testing, but do not forget to use all the other channels as well. Uh, let's have a quick look at what's happening on the comments. Ed's still there. Uh, he's just cleaned his bathroom this morning uh, while listening to a podcast. And it's so easy. As you say, podcasts are so frictionless. And he's going to cut the grass later while listening to another one. Exactly. Podcasts are so frictionless. The audio from this piece of content right now will be tonight's podcast. And that podcast can be listened to by people on multiple different streams. But a podcast is awesome because you don't need to make time to consume it. So you still need to make time to consume a blog or watch a video or to scroll through Instagram and find memes that you actually like and all that kind of stuff. We do have more time on our hands right now, so that's fine. But when we come out of this situation, this craziness, and that is going to happen, then we fall back into a situation where we can't necessarily be scrolling through social media all the time. So what do we then do to make sure that we're standing out and making it easy for people to consume our content. Well, the podcast is one of the easiest ways because as long as you've got a podcast piece of software on your phone, they'll hit, yes, I want to subscribe, they download. And that way, all you've got to do is stick your headphones in, carry on doing what you were doing and listen to the podcast. Or even better, uh, ask uh, Alexa or Siri to play it for you. And uh, if it's set up that way, then people can listen to your podcast that way. It's so, so simple. Uh, people who just listen to the audio are going to be confused. Everyone say the link is in my pants. No, they're not because the link is still in my pants, even on the audio, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Spotify. There is still a description box down in my pants and you can go and uh, get your links off in that place. So uh, check it out. Okay. Like I say, the comments are open right now for your questions. If you have any questions on social media or video, do drop them into the comments right now. And we're going to go through some of the uh, the questions that I've had. Let me just uh, click on them because I've been writing them out this morning. Okay. So first question comes through from Elena. How do I market my coaching business and personal brand? Okay. I'm I'm guessing you're meaning possibly doing the two together. And it depends on how well the amalgamate. What you've got to remember is if your personal brand comes anywhere near personal content and it's not connected to how the coaching business is seemed, deemed, then completely separate it. 
if you are posting on um, your personal content how much you're enjoying Love Island tonight, um, that's got nothing to do with with coaching. And I don't know what type of coaching you're doing, so it's a little bit more difficult to answer the question. But I would probably concentrate on building a personal brand that can then feed into the coaching business. So I still have your coaching business, but use the personal brand to feed into the coaching business. Like I have my own personal brand, Simon Skulls, which feeds in to Perception Studios if anybody should need video content, visual content, editing of work, repurposing of content, all of that kind of stuff. People can come to Perception Studios to get that kind of thing done. They'll probably deal with me anyway. Um, but if you don't need any of that, but you still need the value that I've got to give, then I'm still building my personal brand. So concentrate probably on your personal brand that can then feed into the coaching business and use the coaching business as the next step. So give loads of value on your personal brand. Do you want a more one-to-one -one situation where we can talk about this? Then come and talk to me at whatever the name of your coaching brand is, Elena Coaching, whatever it might be. So personal brand first, and then build on that with your coaching brand. But don't confuse your personal brand as your personal account. Too many brands do this. They start a, a brand using their old social media accounts because they've got numbers on those accounts. And you, it just doesn't work because the, the content those people are following for, be it friends and family or other people that you've built a brand with, they are not going to then continue to follow or really give a damn about the new content that you've got to create. Don't get me wrong, draw people over to your new channels from the personal brand, your personal account, but build a, a brand new personal brand account. Don't get all confused with your personal account and a personal brand. Just, it doesn't really work that way. Uh, let's have a look on the comments, see what questions are there. Is it okay to put the exact same content onto multiple social media channels or should you make separate pieces of content dedicated to that social media site? Okay. This is an interesting question, Ed. I'm going to leave that one up so people can read it, actually. This is a really interesting question. Okay, there are two sides to the coin. Number one, no, it doesn't matter. Post content out. It's better to communicate on a channel than not communicate at all. I am a firm believer of that. If you're not putting any content out, then you're on a hiding to nothing because nobody can consume the value you've got to give. However, there is a caveat to that, and the answer is yes, it does help if you make content specific to that stream. If you look at people like Gary Vaynerchuk, for example, his LinkedIn content until about a year ago used to still have all this swearing in there and that kind of stuff. He has now toned it back, made it a little bit more professional, but still made it him. It's still Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't believe it. There's a sign on the door saying, please don't ring. One second, please, callers.
And we're back. Unfortunately, my vehicle is uh, stopping somebody from getting uh, some work done outside. Basically, we're having roadworks done outside our flat, and they haven't told us that they were going to do the roadworks. I've parked somewhere different, and now they want us to move it. Anyway, back onto what we're doing. We're answering the questions. So, um, yes, it's better to actually create content that's specific to the channel that you're on because obviously there are different audiences. It's a younger audience at the moment on TikTok, so aim your content at a younger audience. But the same with LinkedIn, might be want to be more professional or a slightly older audience on LinkedIn. So think about who you're aiming at. If you've got the time to create specific content, absolutely 100% do it. But if you don't have the time to create specific content, no, absolutely um, just put content out. It's better to be communicating than not communicate whatsoever. Um, okay, so on to the next question. Alan is asking, I want to post content I'm creating for clients, but can't due to contractual issues. So what do I post instead? Okay, this is an issue I've had myself in the past. Running a visual marketing agency, we create a lot of content that obviously is embargoed or <clears throat> we can't really show off until a much later date, well after the event. So what do we do then instead? Well, we have other content that we can put out, but also think about the value that you could put out as well, Alan. Instead of worrying about the fact that you can't put a piece of content out because of um, the, the embargo or the fact that you've contractually tied into not being allowed to put it out, what you're going to have to do is think about the value that you can give. So if I don't know what kind of business you are, I'm assuming it's probably something like visual or, or something like that, then put other content out that could help people create visuals or some value out. Put the value content out, get the audience to tie in with what it is that you do for the value that you can give, and then show examples of what it is you're capable of doing when you're able to contractually be out of that contract and actually show them what it is you're capable of doing. I think just thinking your way around it a little bit and actually drawing an audience in and then showing them is probably a better way of doing it anyway. So to give that a try. I think that would really work. Okay, we're going to do one more question, and then I'm going to disappear and move my car. Otherwise, I'll probably run it over or something. Uh, House of Juicy, how do you get people to engage with you when you're creating value in a world desensitized to content? Okay, this is um, this is an interesting one. I speak about this all the time. Get social on social media. Stop worrying about the fact that your content isn't getting the vanity metrics that you're so desperately seeking out. Work on instead being social on social media, reaching out, helping people, giving them value in the area that you're an expert in, drawing them back in and bang, become a member of your tribe. They start loving your content. They start loving what it is that you do. And then hopefully somewhere down the line, they might well become a customer. Don't necessarily treat them as if they're going to become a customer, but just draw them in to your tribe through the value that you've got to give. If you can't give value, then you're going to have to start thinking a little bit further. How can you give some value in what it is that you do? I don't know what House of Juicy does, uh, but I, I would definitely concentrate on being social on social media. It's such a powerful thing to do to be able to reach out and help somebody in an area that you're an expert in without expecting anything in return. If you don't expect anything in return, you're really onto a winner because there's a really good chance then they will hopefully uh, return the favor, come and follow your content, become part of your tribe, start sharing your content. And who knows, before the end of it all, you could well be in a situation where they become a customer or most of their tribe become customers. You don't know. But if you hadn't reached out and helped in the first place, been social in the first place, 
you, that wouldn't have been even a, a problem that you could potentially have had. So make sure you start being social. Okay, we're going to call it a day there. We still have more questions coming in, which is fantastic. Keep your questions coming in. If you're watching on the replay right now, uh, feel free to drop a question in the comments. <clears throat> I'll do my best to answer them as soon as I possibly can do. Uh, but in the meantime, don't forget, please do check out our sponsors, Abode. And the link is, uh, well, the link's in the pants and the actual logo is just there. Go and take a look at what they can do. Uh, they create some amazing properties, especially this uh, Treeland property that's on their for sale page at the moment. Go and take a look at that one. And also, while you're at it, while you're on another website, how about you come and take a look on Facebook at the How to Nine Times, your social media group. You can download um, my free book there. will not cost you a penny. The group doesn't cost you anything either. There's loads of value going into there. I take these videos that I've created, edit them into short form pieces of content as well so that you can consume the content and the value that I've got to give in a much shorter format rather than having to watch a full 25 minute video. So thank you very much for watching. As always, if you are brand new, please do hit the subscribe button, the follow button, whatever channel it is that you're watching on. And uh, I'm going to go move my car because I am such a rebel, as uh, Ed tells everybody. Thanks ever so much, Ed. Stay safe. Have a good rest of your Wednesday. And I will see you tomorrow to answer more of your questions and talk more about social media and video and how hopefully you can start creating content yourself for free. My favorite four-letter word. Have a good one. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.